Hey, hey, everyone, it's Katie McGregor Bennett, your host of AV Trade Talk, a new podcast that was launched to explore the stories about and behind the audiovisual trade. Today, I have Blake Vacker, who's commonly referred to as a brand evangelist for Screen Innovations, or SI. I'm sure you've heard his name. You've probably heard his voice if you've ever been on a trade show floor, because Blake's voice tends to emanate around the show floor, because he's a guy who's <laughs> always on the mic and, uh, and preaching the gospel. We're going to talk a little bit about that gospel today, the gospel that is the big screen experience. So without further ado, let me introduce Blake to you. Blake, sir, how are you? I'm doing great, Katie. How are you doing? Uh, doing great. Doing great. I think that the Infocom experience has 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 left my body now at this point and uh, <laughs> right back into the residential seat now. So, uh, you know, we've got CDX right. coming up and uh, you and I were talking a little bit about that already. And it's, uh, damn, it's, it's just right around the corner. So it's, almost, it's coming up to my favorite time of the year. That's CDX. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. So I know you guys have all sorts of cool stuff cooking for the show. And we're not, we're actually not going to talk too much about that today because you've got some more important conversation to, uh, to to share with with the integration community and that's one that i definitely um big fan big fan um it's a big screen experience and you and i have spent a number of hours talking about this topic over the years but um it's one of those that uh, you know it's funny that we we kind of tend to as a community we ebb and flow on this one you know is, is is home theater here is home theater gone is it back is it forth where is it and the funny thing is, is it never really went anywhere it's just that the, the faces and the shape and the, and the scale and scope has, has changed and evolved. And, and so I think that that's sort of the basis of today's conversation, which is the state of the union is home theater, but more importantly, of that big screen experience and, and all that can be achieved at home. So you're one of the industry's, uh, the category's greatest advocates, and I've always appreciated your passion um, for, for, uh, for the big screen experience and, and make that happen at home. So, you know, sort of with that as being the big setup, um, you know, that that's what we're talking about today. But before we before we go into that, back up the truck just a little bit and share with us how you got into this crazy space. Because, uh, you know, the voice the voice is part of it. But uh, uh, tell us how you got here, and then and then uh, and then we'll shift right to kind of over into what you're doing with SI. Well, I've had a passion for the big screen experience uh, literally since I was in middle school. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but I started my own DJ company back in middle school. Uh, created the, the largest single DJ company in Texas by the time I graduated from high school and got into the nightclub business. And that's when I got my hands on some projectors, got to playing with, you know, the big screen, you know, idea. Uh, went to a big Pink Floyd concert, went, dude, I want that job. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, how, do, how do I do that for a living? You know, I've just always had it in my blood, Katie. And um, I started doing the home theater, uh, the big home theater jobs here in Austin, Texas for a company called Dyer Electronics. Um, and I'll never forget, you know, when I first started working for Dyer uh, in the uh, in the mid-90s, you know, a $10,000 system was a freaking high fives all the way around the office. And then we picked up uh, uh, Crestron, and then we picked up uh, AMX Fast, or then was Panja there for a while too. And then the Dell explosion took off in Austin. So we went to doing half million dollar systems in a matter of a couple of years. And that allowed us to really play in that true home theater where we were building those big, you know, state of the art. We were doing uh, CAT, you know, California Audio Tech with Brian, those guys, you know, we're coming in and building, you know, crossovers and taking off, you know, just anyway, doing the, just the most creme de la creme systems. And that's when I really, really got it in my blood. But I also wanted it myself. And uh, like a lot of guys in this industry, a lot of folks in this industry, we get to playing with the tools that our customers own or playing with the toys our customers own. And we kind of want to play with those toys at our own homes. So, you know, I had a very, very similar experience to Ryan Gustafson, our, our, our owner and founder. Um, the reason Screen Innovation has existed is because guys like us who didn't have space for a dedicated home theater wanted to turn a living room 
into a home theater. We wanted to have that big screen experience in the only room we had, <laughs> you know? So I say all the time, you know, to when I'm talking about it in my training, it's like, you know, how many of your friends out there in the real world have space for a dedicated home theater? Okay, well, how many of your friends out there in the real world have space for a living room or a family room or a basement or a game room? And the universal answer is, well, everybody. So the whole idea of where we are today with the big screen experience is, for one, is reminding everybody in the Cedia channel that we, we weren't always called the Cedia channel. We weren't always called the systems integration channel. We weren't always called, you know, CI or SI. We were first called the home theater guys, <laughs> right? It was the home theater channel. The whole channel was created from the concept originally of giving that theater experience in the home. And let's face it, you know, the, the cool reality of the channel now is that there's a lot more noise out there. There's, you know, who would have thought 20 years ago that I would have to know how to set up a, a Wi-Fi network? Well, I wouldn't have thought of it because Wi-Fi networks didn't exist yet. <laughs> there was no 802.11, anything, right? So what I'm trying to do is kind of bring the spotlight back over to the idea of the big screen experience is, is never left. It's now just part of a bigger message that's being brought to the CDA channel to our to our end users out there. But I just want to make sure that we're also remembering that there is a bigger, better experience available to us than just the, the standard big TV. And so that's what I'm bringing out now is the conversation of what do we do with the big screen experience, Katie? What do we do more than the big TV? And so, you know, I give my example of my own home. I've got 120 inch uh, short throw uh, screen setup in my living room. It's a fixed zero edge frame. So it looks like a big TV when it's not on, right? I've got that beautiful, nice gray. I've got the LED lights on and it looks just super sick up there when it's not even fired up, right? Using that Sony ultra short throw projector on our ST material. And I've got 22 windows. If you want to see this system, we actually have this video on our website and it's also on YouTube. Just do a search for screen innovations and Sony short throw and you'll see this video that we, that we produced. It's had over... Katie, we've had over 1.4 million views on that video alone. <laughs> I don't know, first of all, where's my plaque? Yeah. I, I think I have like a, like a YouTube plaque for this, I'm, I'm pretty sure, right? I, I don't know where my plaque is, but it should have. My kids, by the way, dig this because they're like, yeah, like a million and a half people have been in my house. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, you and your wife are like, oh my God, there are 1.3 million people know where we live. <laughs> yep, there's that too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, no problem there. So anyway, the, the idea is if I can create a home theater experience in this room with 22 windows and get a 120-inch life-size image up on my wall, and not only that, I mean, not only that, let's talk about the audience. I mean, what we could do today with the new, this new surround sound receiver family with all these room correction abilities built in with, you know, 10.2 you know, and plus I mean, just Dolby Atmos, this. I mean, just the ability of gear today to perform in an absolutely horrible room is just truly astounding to me. You know, I can't get a wire back to my fireplace where I want to put two speakers. Well, I'll go wireless now and it'll be fine. <laughs> you know, I, I can do 7.2 at least. You know, I can do the room correction and this basically off the shelf surround sound receiver for a very affordable price and a single microphone goes and there you go. It set up this perfect sound for this terrible room. So again, every room, every home is now a home theater. So that's what we want to promote. Every home is a home theater. Let's not just do what you know everybody can do buying off the end cap at Costco, right? And get the big 80-inch flat screen up there. Let's talk about making that screen disappear. Right? 
That's what we can do with our rollable displays. And that's, by the way, trademarked by Screen Innovations, rollable display. If anybody at LG is listening, you guys owe us for using rollable display at CES this year. That was, we came up with that first. Skyler, three years ago, did that. <laughs> Absolutely. And you guys have been using that term for ages. So and, That's right. That's and, right. But, you know, and I, I want to touch on that a little bit because I think that from a from a messaging standpoint and the way that Screen Innovations has always approached the category and the language of the category has has been really fascinating to me. And obviously, I've, I've, I've been following this very closely over the years. Um, but, you know, you guys, it's kind of that first, first to market in the category with the rollable display concept, the rollable TV. Um, I know you talked about that originally as well. And, and if I recall in your pitch, and I'm Hopefully I don't botch this, but a million times I've heard you at trade shows on the mic and you say, sure, you can roll a TV once, you know, and, and you know, and because of course they don't roll because they and that's the beauty of, of projection. And I think, you know, that's always been one of the things for the category that makes it so incredibly compelling. And even if the, even up on the other side, the, the big screen or the, the largeness of the screen may not be overly compelling ladies. Um, you know, I think that there's there's more of a resonance with the fact that you that everybody gets what they want. So those who want the big screen get the big screen, but those who don't want to see it, you don't have to see it except when when you want to. And there it is with the push of a button, it disappears with the push of a button. For I think for technology to come and go from a space that easily and for the experience to be so awesome, you know, that the brands that really engage in that and lean in um, have carved out a, a pretty incredible niche. And you guys for sure have done that. I mean, you know, the, just one of your videos with 1.1 million views, that's not the only I'm one. Sorry. You know, it's, um, it's, what, it's 1.4 million. 1.4. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me not, let me, yeah. let me not short you on that. Yeah. <laughs> but my, my goodness, I mean, you look at your YouTube channel and you guys, you definitely are garnering a very sizable audience and for other brands in the industry outside of the category, take note, Screen Innovations is pulling some serious numbers with, with the production and, and promotion of the videos. And that, again, has always been part of your guys' mix. And I commend you on that because it's, you've made it about the experience since day one. And as a brand, you really embrace, really embrace the awesomeness of the experience. And that, I mean, the company just sort of oozes awesome experience and, and a really good time. Um, and I think, you know. <laughs> it, it, that, that's what you're about, but it's also what you're 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 about ensuring that those who engage with the brand and have an SI product are having a really good time. And you know, and I think that there's there's great value in that. <laughs> um, yes. You know, and there's an emotional connection too. And I think you know that's that's one of the things that I think is 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 just really cool about about SI and what you guys. Hey, do. Man, I say this I say this all the time. It's a fun job, and somebody's got to do it. I mean, I think that's <laughs> kind of our un, unwritten mantra at uh, Screen Innovations and. And it, and it comes down to, you know, right all the way down to the anchor, you know, with Ryan being, you know, he he does these, he invents these products because he wants them. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, right, let's be clear it, on this. <laughs> I mean, this is the stuff that he, he wants himself. And, you know, the other side of the equation is since we are the leaders and kind of the inventors, if you will, of the ALR category in the United States, of the ambient light rejected screen category, turns out if you turn the lights on in the room, your screen better look pretty good. I don't mean just the image. You know, it, it, you know, my wife was a great example of this. When we put our fixed frame screen in the living room for the first time, she's like, dude, it looks like you put your, your home theater screen in my living room. Hey, maybe we should make that look like a TV over there. That's why I made Zero Edge, because it looks like a TV. You know, look at the Solo. You know, it's, it's you know, the colors we have options, 12 standard colors available, custom colors coming. You know, Stewart was also great to see this back in the day with uh, the way they did their screens. You know, they always had an eye for good presentation. And I think that's a part of the messaging that we get across in, the, in this new big screen experience is that uh, with every room available as a big screen availability, you know, when we have more rooms available to us, it really comes down to starting with understanding the ambient light rejecting screen 
materials that are available and that there's more to it than, you know, just black diamond now. I mean, there used to be black diamond and that's what everybody knew. Well, now there's black diamond, there's slate, there's our short throw. Uh, Stewart's got their phantom. Um, there's other materials out there and they're also different. You know, there's the ALR category. And what, what I really want to get across to dealers is that not all ALR is created equal. And I don't mean that from a company to company standpoint, because that, there's that. But there's now short throw material. You know, this short throw revolution is kicking into high gear this summer. I mean, if you didn't, at Infocom, we saw a sampling of it. Where in our booth, we had the new uh, Dell 4K Ultra Short Throw. That's going to be sub $5,000. Um, got to see the new Optima uh, Ultra Short Throw 4K resolution. That's going to be sub $3,000 at 3,000 lumens. And do check your spec sheets when these do, do, get, these do come out. Because, again, it was Infocom and I have substance in. So there's also the new Epson that's going to be hitting at uh, 4K resolution and an Ultra Short Throw. There is Aegis cabinets that we worked with at uh, Infocom that has uh, ultra short throw cabinets with actuators on doors that will push the projector back and forth depending on the size of the image that you need. There is um, Salamander cabinets has got some absolutely gorgeous short throw cabinets for short throw projectors. And you have center channels. You can load your rack. You can load your gear into them all. The eco structure systems integration professionals is what I'm talking about. There is more than just us, the projectors and the screens. There's the cabinets. It, think about how that, that condenses everything into that one cabinet, the projector, the center channel, your rig, all your gear is all right there in that cabinet. There's no running cables out into the middle of the room, right? We've got something that everybody can be happy with as far as a look. And should you not want to see the screen on the wall 24 seven, like with the zero edge, or like you would with a TV, of course, again, what you can do only with motorized screens is make it roll up and go away. Hide it up in a soffit, roll it up into the ceiling, whatever the case, or use one of our small cases and see it, but not see it, and just paint it the same color as the wall. Yeah, yeah. Rollable yeah. TV, right? Right, right, yeah. exactly. And and that's you know one of the things, too, that I love about the category is the the versatility and the variety of the solutions. Um, you were throwing out some some price points there, and so I kind of want to call call that out. Um, it's definitely the the two piece um, uh, the two piece component has that that whole model has changed as well. Um, now no longer as expensive as it used to be, um, and now with the ultra short throw, also not the sightline issues or the the interference issues. So really, I mean, like the category has evolved yet again, um, and and has come back into its own again with really compelling solutions that um, for commercial and residential spaces that that didn't exist even gosh, like two three years ago. So well, you know what I've been uh, really promoting, Katie. It's and it's funny to see the reactions of people when they when they hear me say it for the first time. Right now is the golden age of two piece projection. Right now, after over a hundred years since Thomas Edison invented the projectors and screens back in the eighteen ninety eights, right? Right now is it? Think about it. All the old objections to projectors and screens are going out the window. Right? I don't have to get on the ladder every six months to change a light bulb. There's no more light bulbs. It's a laser. Fire it up, turn it off in three years. <laughs> right? The, you know, they're just amazing with the projectors with what we do now. We have lens shift ability. I can put the projector in the room and it's pretty good chance it's going to hit the screen just fine without having to do any crazy keystoning, just with the lens shift alone. So it doesn't take a day and a half to put a small Volkswagen Beetle up in the ceiling and, you know, dial in three different headlights in, in red, green, and blue and, and then don't let anybody breathe in the room for the next year because it'll put things out of alignment. It's super simple to put in both short throw and long throw projectors. And to, to see what we're also able to do with long throw, I mean, my God, with Sony and Epson and Optima's and other putting out projectors, there's they're less than 
six grand at 20, the 2000 luminous range of from 1800 to 2400 lumens in 4k resolution, either native or wobulated. For people like me that have been in this industry for 25 years, that is, I mean, my God, this is, it's like, this is like Star Trek stuff, man. This is like the, the level of projector performance these days is just blowing me away. And that means with the ability of working with ambient light rejecting screens, that's a TV in a living room at three in the afternoon, <laughs> right? <laughs> this isn't a blackout curtains thing. This is, I'm, I'm watching TV. I'm watching a football game at three 30 in the afternoon on 128 screen with a projector in screen. And it looks better than a TV, Katie, because there's no glass. There's no Lexan. There's no glare. Yeah. And that's, and that's a really big, that's a really big deal. And I think, you know, the sort of the, the difference in the image itself too. Um, you know, I, it, that's incredible. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it is, it is. And I think, uh, it, it's, it kind of just, it, it's all about the experience and it's, um, the bigger you get, the better it gets, I think, but I, I, well, I'm, yeah. in the, I'm in that camp, uh, personally. Well, Hey, let's talk about that for a second. I mean, yeah. cause there's more to it now than also just movies. Yep. Right. And originally the idea of home theater was I want to get, I want to watch the movie experience in my, you know, my theater. Well, things have changed. Thank goodness. Right. It's really about, let's think about what we're selling. We are selling to our customers media real estate, right? Media real estate. Think of the media real estate environment now. Think about what can go up on a screen. Yeah, I'm going to watch the Avengers 12 times over the next six weeks. Done. I understand that. But I'm also going to do some shopping on Amazon. Well, do you know why they call those little pictures on Amazon thumbnails? Because on your computer, that's how big they are. How many millions and millions and millions of dollars of worldwide commerce have been made off pictures the size of an actual thumbnail? Well, on my screen, my 120th screen in my living room, hooked up to my Mac, it is a whopping poster size. <laughs> I get a lot more detail out of my little videos on Amazon. I actually watch a lot more videos on YouTube in correspondence with my purchasing because again, I've got the screen. I can have one side of my screen over here be Amazon and the other side of my screen be a YouTube video. And I'm, I'm talking about 70, 80, 90 inch diagonal images I'm watching here at the same time. Media real estate, right? That's a good way to spend my time, right? How about, I don't know, uh, what else can we do on it? I, have you ever seen those, the, that thing on you, everybody carries around, it's like a phone where they keep their pictures. And the only place they ever look at their pictures is actually on that phone. Hey, I've got a 128 screen in my living room hooked up to an Apple TV. I can Apple cast over to, from my phone to my Apple TV and we can actually see our, you know, vacation pictures on the big screen in 4k resolution, just like the resolution coming off the phone. Yeah. That's a great way to demo the big screen experience, by the way, CD professionals, you know, you ever, you ever been to uh, Dale Carnegie sales training and the number one thing that everybody likes to hear is their own name back to themselves. Well, Hey, let's put the kids pictures up on the screen and talk about that in your own living room. We're demoing the screen. We've all seen the movies before. Let's take a look at my kids pictures. <laughs> See, I love this. Whenever you talk to Blake Backer, you always learn something and oftentimes that you might tie back to, <laughs> to Dale Carnegie, but, uh, but it's been applied. It's been tried and true. So, you know, that's you, right. That's right. Never, never fail. Never fail. Never fail. <laughs> so I want so, to I mean, yeah, look at the big street experience and that media real estate. We can, we can fill it up with so much more. Video games. That's where I was going next. Video yeah, games. Ask now, about gaming. Yeah, Zach's now, Zach's my son. He, you know, he's 19. He's down in his own room. He's got his PlayStation hooked up. He's, I don't know what monster she's killing over there. But in the living room, we've got our uh, Nintendo setup thing, right? You know, the Switch. 
Now, when we play Nintendo Switch, the whole family's in there. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding, Katie. I've got a 19-year-old son, a 15-year-old daughter, my beautiful young wife and, and, and me sitting on the couch, actually interacting together, playing Mario Kart. Well, my Mario Kart is four 70-inch images. <laughs> That's bigger than most people's one TV. I've got four 70-inch images up there. The point being is we're having a good time as a family because we have that kind of media real estate to work with. And if we're going to get crazy, we'll get Dance Dance Revolution going out. I'm not going to allow people to visualize me doing Dance Dance Revolution, but it is a lot of fun. And especially with a short throw projector because no shadows, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, unfortunately I can't unsee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I've got, I've got you dancing in, in, my, in my visual here. I'm going to try to, to replace that with you guys gaming again. Go Mario. But, you know, it's funny because I'm hearing that more and more both inside the industry and outside of it as well as, as gaming being a connecting point for families. And it's funny how you said that and, and it went so far as to say, you know, and I've got a 19-year-old and a 15-year-old. And, and it's often that's exactly how it's phrased and, the, and it's that the parents are really proud of the fact that the kids at any age but especially sort of you know older teenagers or it uh, may be even older than that that are choosing to come back home or choosing to stay at home because they enjoy the time there and the experience um, and access to really cool technology now Blake you're you have a little special situation there because you've got access to all the goodies um, you know where the mere mortals like the rest of us maybe not so much but point being is that you know with a big screen and the big screen experience comes the opportunity for family to come together in a way that maybe not necessarily realized or realized as as much of a opportunity to keep that sort of family cluster together. Um, and, you know, and, and there's the other thing too, which is safety. And I, you know, I don't like to go there that often, but, you know, I mean, it's as, as summer break is happening and kids are home, you know, if, how do you, if you've got a great entertainment experience in your place, yeah, kids are more likely yeah. going to be hanging out at your house. And that's, that's right. again, that's what I hear from parents often is sort of the, the big screen tends to become the, 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 the sticky aspect of that person's home. And, uh, and, you know, so it, what greater way to, to get kids to come over than have great tech in your house from start with a big screen experience gaming awesome um i want to but you know you know also a big fan of date night though katie i don't want to just throw it all about the family thing because i'm a big fan of family thing obviously but you know one of the things that karen i love to do and we're going to have you guys over sometime when you're just katie if you guys know katie and i live a little bit farther apart than most (laughs) but if we we were down the street from each other we'd be hanging out all the time but uh it's 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 a date night man we we love having a couple couples come over right a little wine and cheese in the living room and my favorite thing to have on the screen is a great concert video, right? Sometimes there's a little background stuff going on, but then it may, you know, for a little bit, we may just all jam out together. I, but, you know, also love getting rid of everybody out of the house because concert videos on that big screen experience, I'm just telling you from, you know, from you guys out there in the geek world that we do this for a living because we have passion for it. That's a great way to get that really rock and roll experience going in front of yourselves. So when you got a 120 in your living room, and you've got a great surround sound set up. You, you, the owner, who's worked hard for this thing can just go to 11. <laughs> yeah. Just tur- turn the knob to 11. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, it's yeah. funny that you mentioned that because that, uh, that's probably about 40 or 50% of the use of our screen, which happens to be a black diamond, by the way. Um, still, still love it. It's going, going beautifully. Um, but oftentimes when I've got, when I'm doing dinner, I, you know, either indoors or out and, and the, you know, our theater space is right in the middle of that. So it kind of serves both purposes, but it's just awesome. And then, you know, put on the led lighting as well. When, you know, when the lights, when, when the sun goes down um, and it, you know, whether you have the volume cranked to 11 or more um, or, or not just have it, you know, for the subtle, subtle background. I just, I just think it's a, it's a really cool aesthetic. Um, and I think it's yeah. one of those that not, it, 
underappreciated maybe. Well, we'll go, we'll go there. Well, I mean, I'm, in my house, it's the new fireplace, Katie. I'm not kidding, yeah, really. Totally. I mean, um, with our laser projector, again, thank you, Sony, for uh, leaving the 4K uh, short throw projector at the house. Although in Texas, possession is nine tenths of the law. So good luck ever trying to get it back. But we, we've always got something on it in the living room. And, you know, there's a great, uh, a bunch of stuff, like just little crazy little channels on YouTube where it's just, you know, coffee time music. And Karen will have that on when she's just doing her stuff around the house alone. And it's got some cool visuals and flying through forest, forest stuff or just even the Apple TV uh, new background images. If you've got to see those, if you've got Apple TV set up in your, uh, your demo rooms, there's incredible uh, 4K images where they're, they're flying through Dubai and, and drones and stuff. Just that kind of motion and with background music in the house just kind of makes the the room be alive, you know, if you're alone in the house, you know, kind of thing, especially people that are working other homes and, and whatnot, like you do often. And, you know, also there's another part of the portal, you know, part of the media experience is people that work out of their houses. Well, let's face it, a great way to do a video conference <laughs> is when you can subdivide your 120 inch image into four 60 to 70 inch diagonal images well that's life size all four of those people from chest high are life size whether it's in a home video conference or in a professional video conferencing room i talk about that on the info conference on the pro side that the 120 is the perfect size for video conferencing for that very reason everybody's life size and because the goal is to create a conferencing room not a conferencing system right and then when we say conferencing room, that implies everybody's there. So now that's on the commercial side. We're kind of more focused on the residential side on the big screen experience there. But I think that, you know, we talk about size, um, you know, the 120 is kind of the sweet spot, you know, from 100 to 120 is really what integrators ought to be looking for when you give, when you start thinking about seating distances, because that's between 10 and 15 feet, you know, when you're 15 feet away from a 120, your, your optics are great, right? You got the whole image there. You're not looking left and right to watch people talk and you get that true life-size experience. When you start getting bigger than that, um, uh, now you start talking about more like dedicated theaters, which are actually is interesting is we're starting to see a big resurgence in uh, the dedicated theater and the multi-purpose room, which is very exciting because obviously we like uh, whenever we do get the opportunity to create the ultra cool, you know, dedicated theater experience. That's always awesome. And uh, we're also seeing a big resurgence in the multi-purpose room because obviously with the ability to do the, the, the theater, but in a room where you can keep the lights on. So you've got a card table in the back, maybe a pinball machine somewhere in the corner. I'm dreaming a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. You're not getting that room. I'm <laughs> <laughs> hoping for that. But, you know, we're, it, it, it's, I want to make sure we're also taking it outside the living room. You know, my buddy, uh, my, Seth, uh, you know, in Atlanta, he's got a great basement that we've been talking about finishing out for years. For those of you out there in that, in that kind of world that have those abilities to finish out basements, hey, this is a great way to get that multimedia room going and uh, get that big screen experience, but also make it, a, you know, a, a game room, a card room, you know, get out the old board games, not only the uh, Nintendo video games. Yeah, yeah. So really interesting with the basement component. I was talking with with someone this morning. We were taking a look at social media and just sort of platform behavior and patterns and, and things of that nature. It's a client, and and we were looking at Pinterest and House, and um, happened to be we were we were trying to figure out why one particular post had done so well when so many were, had a similar tone, voice, message, image, and what it came down to was the fact that this was a it was a home theater, but it had been um, tagged and described as being a basement home theater. And that got it into a basement, into a basement home theater group that is incredibly sizable. So it's funny, you know, 
even as a yeah so to take that back to Skylar um the, it, so it's interesting you know even as we're we're constantly trying to define and you know what are those what are the kind of the the, the keywords or this the search terms that people are most often looking for and it's so funny it's like you know home theater's always been there but it's I think it's the way that we've described it or the way that not that we that that consumers um are describing it or are seeking it out you know and so it's I think that's where it starts to get really interesting and so you know that basement theater that's that's really live right now that um that multi-use space or that or that unused bedroom and you know there's in talking with Rava that's you know conversation that they're very much a proponent of is you know that that unused bedroom or you know parents um if you've just had children leave to go to college gosh that space could be a theater (laughs) you know and and so you know it's kind of that big screen experience doesn't to your earlier point doesn't have to be a, a big room experience and I you know and I think that's kind of where we are right now where where within the residential environment, we're looking at, at, you know, sort of every nook and cranny and, and looking at from an experience standpoint and what can we do with it? How can we utilize it? How can we turn it into an experience? It's really cool. Um, it, there's, there's a ton going on. Now, I don't want to, I don't want to um, glaze over one aspect and I'm going to tie back to your place. 20, how many windows in your? 22 windows in the living 20, room. Yeah. 20, 22 windows. So that, um, you know, just, I know a little bit about this and that can, that's going to pose a little bit of a light problem. So talk, yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> so, talk, so talk through the two challenges on that or, or the primary okay. challenge, but, and the two ways you're combating that because you haven't talked about shades and right. that's definitely right. an offering for you guys too. And I'm, I'm just going to assume that you probably have integrated shades in that space and that that's how you're killing. Actually, the, we are going to be shooting the follow-up video to that this summer uh, as we install shades. So the screen did has done a great job with the heavy lifting in, in taking care of the ambient light issues on the screen, but uh, it hasn't taken care of the ambient light issues in the room. And as the way I try to describe the what, what glare is, what the light glare, when the light is just streaming into the room um, through the windows, light glare is kind of the white noise of light. It's bad for everything. It makes your carpet go dim. It makes your colors in your room off. And it just constantly changing depending on where the sun is at any given moment. And so what we're doing is going to be installing the new Screen Innovations uh, Zigbee uh, two-way wireless battery-operated motorized shades in this living room because this room's been there for longer than I've lived here. So I'm not going to pull new wire to it. So I wanted to get the new two-way wireless system so we get both a ping and a status feedback on that as far as up and down. The lithium-ion batteries that are built directly into the motor are going to allow us to run it between 200 and 300 drops on one charge. So that's basically, once we install it, we'll have up to maybe as much as two years, maybe longer, on one charge without having to go up there. And with our lithium-ion batteries, Katie, what's going to be very cool about it, since there's a 22 windows, I can set up scenes and uh, groupings where I can drop one shade at a time. I can drop all the top ones, all the bottom ones, all together. But with the lithium-ion batteries, they all drop evenly. The problem with that compared to a alkaline battery is that if once the alkaline batteries start to get a little bit lower, they'll, you'll start seeing kind of a waterfall effect on your shades, but they're all not dropping at the same speed. With our lithium-ion battery technology, everything's going to – I mean, you got to understand with when 22 windows, if things start getting out of whack, it, it's the only thing anybody's going to notice. So with ours, I'm really excited about the fact that everything's going to drop and, you know, together, always sync together until it stops. And then it just, then I need to recharge it. Now recharging real quick, I can get up there because it's, it's, almost, it's two and a half stories up. I don't have to get on a ladder. We got this very cool thing. It's, 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 it's super simple. It's a magnetic charging system. So it's kind of like a Mac. Like if you plug your, your power into your Mac, it's got a little, or used to, <laughs> has a little magnetic port. Same thing with this. You just push your cable up with this, this device we created that you screw onto the end of a painter stick. 
push that up to the to the uh, magnetic charging cable, up to the magnetic charging head. The cable jumps off the stick right into the port. And about six hours later, I get a full charge and my screen and my shades rather are going up and down for the next, you know, two, two and a half years. So that's amazing. We're, yeah. So that's where we're going with the whole every home is a home theater is if with the proper room control, shades included with that, with your ambient light rejecting screens, with your room correction ability, your surround sound receivers, with your myriad of options of speaker placements. You know, why limit ourselves to dedicated, you know, darkroom home theaters when Scott, hush, you're not in this video. Be quiet, dog. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's my, uh, he was my sidekick, Scott. He's yeah. always, every, every video in this house, in the last house, Scott is in that video. So he just wants to be in the video. He wants to be in the audio back there. So where I was going with that is that, that that's part of the experience. So again, that's, again, once we move into the shades, uh, look at that as part of the room solution. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, I think it, it's, it's an important point to make and it's, and it's cool that you guys are working in both of those categories now because you really, you know, you've always been a big proponent of ambient light rejection and, and finding um, ways to, to defeat the challenge of light. And so now you know, you've kind of taken it to, to another, to another level and into another category. And that's um, it's. Yeah. We're, we're taking it to another level. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that, pretty typical of screen innovations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Look at you look at what, what we did to a boring old category like screens. I mean, just imagine what we're going to do shades here in the near future. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, and there's, a, you know, diversifying as, as well and not bringing your mm -hmm. dealers, you know, dealers more ways to work with your brand. And that's obviously a, um, from a loyalty perspective, that's a good thing, but it also helps them better manage their, their inventory and their purchasing dollars. And, um, you know, so all of that, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. So um, integrators, if you aren't aware of, of this, definitely lean in and, and engage. We'll get to contact information at the end of the show here. So, um, yeah. You don't get it until the end. You have to wait. You have to, you have to, you have to wait all the way to the end. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, um, so uh, you guys, you guys typically, um, one of the things that you guys have always done very well, I shouldn't say typically, but one of the things you guys have always done very well is it's all about the partnership as well and the power of the mm -hmm. partnership. Um, you a million videos out there with um, different projection manufacturers talking with your team about the benefits of uh, the performance benefits or price point benefits, whatever's um, really big volume of, of video insights there. If you guys aren't aware of that, bump out to YouTube and take a look at Screen Innovations YouTube channel. You'll see a lot there. You can definitely a lot to learn and, and and catch up on but so with that as as being the setup like what do you guys have in store um or what have you what have you shot recently that that is just out or coming out as far as new videos new conversations um kind of you know things that you're talking to manufacturers what's what's kind of got your um where are you guys where are you guys going right now with all that oh man we are uh gonna give be giving a lot of attention to the uh, video upcoming video library um as you know, we've been, it's been hugely successful in getting the, the big screen experience message out through videos. It's kind of like, I don't know, kind of like your own dog food, right? It's like, <laughs> kind of, it's our category. Maybe we should use it to promote the category, right? So it's been a huge thing. And so I want to say, if you get a chance, just go to the counter sometime of YouTube and Vimeo, because I'm super proud of that counter. Uh, the way I like to put it to my dealers out there is nobody is working harder for you than us in promoting uh, the big screen experience and getting that word out there and helping you sell. Um, so also we also, the suggestion box is always open. So if you have any requests out there for videos, we're happy to do it. Um, we are going to be doing some videos leading up to CDM. Uh, so this is kind of a, um, a an exclusive for you, Katie. We're going to be working with, uh, all the short throw projector manufacturers and shooting, uh, videos with their short throw projectors as, cause like I said, we're a big, big believer in this new short throw revolution kicking into high gear. I think this CD is going to be the really breakout CD for short throw projectors. So we'll be doing with Optima for sure, uh, Epson and Sony. 
and uh, in, in a couple of their other products that they'll be announcing at Cedia. So they'll be shooting in August and uh, dropping in August leading up to Cedia. We're also going to be getting the band back together. Um, some of the most successful tours that I ever did were with my good buddy, uh, Jeff Pavia from Epson. So Jeff and I are going to be doing, uh, definitely going to be doing a road show in Texas with uh, Lucas Sales. So we're just now putting that together. We don't have the dates yet on that, but I know for sure that, that one is definitely going to happen. And we're also talking about doing the Mink Stakes together and up in Ohio. So for those of you up in those areas, um, you'll be getting some announcements about that. Uh, also looking forward to talking to Sony. So if Sony, you're listening, hey, you're going to be calling. <laughs> you're next, <laughs> Sony. Yeah, I did some territory tours. I did these a couple years ago, back about five years ago. We did it with uh, Epson, we did it with Wolf, uh, and really gave the opportunity to get dealers in front of some of the best projector minds out there. It wasn't just us talking about our products. We were, t- we were talking about contrast, color, the understanding how projectors work. I mean, it, was, it really gets deep. We go, we'll do a products training in the afternoon, but at night we bring everybody in for projector and screen training and really uh, try to teach the lost art of projectors and screens and also the new arts of projectors and screens because the old rules are, rules are kind of going out the window. We're no longer in this 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 uh, old school rules of 12 to 20 foot lamb, which is what we're trying to achieve in brightness. Dude, I'm going after, you know, 100 nits. <laughs> Man, I'm not competing with, you know, a dark room environment only. I'm competing with a TV. Yeah, so I think that's really interesting that you, that you've changed maybe not your perspective, but your way of of, uh, of talking about the you know from, we went from foot lambers now to nits and um, uh, it, talk about that just just for a second because yeah. one of the things that you guys you guys are doing a lot of education and not just on your products but on the category and and really it sounds as though you're you're still very much on the bandwagon uh, or leading the wagon, I should say, of how to sell the category um, and where the opportunities lie, not just with, you know, sort of selling the big screen itself, but um, talk a little bit about that aspect of what you guys are, are talking about when you're out in the field. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's going to be the, the goal of this uh, next half of the year is get out there and really promote the big screen experience through as the category goes. And we're going to do, uh, we're getting the band back together and um, talking with uh, Epson and Sony about hitting the road and getting the big screen experience in front of the dealers because the rules have changed. We're no longer talking about a 12 to 20 foot Lambert's kind of environment. We're talking about going up against TVs. We're not talking about using this for the next Pixar movie this Friday night when the kids are home. This is my daily use setup. So we've got to teach everybody in the CDA channel to speak about two piece projection as no longer a its own little thing. Um, there's really, Katie, if you think about it, only three ways to get an image bigger than a hundred inch diagonal. Right. There's an LED wall. There's displays, large, large displays. And there's two piece projection. Now, I know what you're thinking. You just said in your head, two of these things are not like the other. Well, now they are. We compete directly with displays. We compete directly with LED walls. We are now a true competitor to a TV in a bright living room environment. In fact, I can compete better. I think in a lot of cases we do better than TVs in really bright living rooms and family rooms. And of course, there's the roll up factor. So we've got to get out there and teach the new message of the new home theater experience because, again, every room truly does have the capability of supporting a home theater-like environment, whether it be a, a hang-and-bang kind of thing where we're doing just a simple salamander you know, uh, case, short-throw projector dropped in, 100-inch screen dropped in front of a window, one of our solos with our ultra-short-throw material on it, painted case, basic surround sound system from Paradigm, a nice Marantz receiver, you know, that's affordable <laughs> for a lot of people. That's affordable. And of course, we can take you up into the dedicated dark room, half million dollar system as well. But the point is, there's a lot more of these very profitable, right? 
easy to repeat systems that can be done as easy as a TV and we're not competing with the end cap at say Costco's and Wally Marts and Target's, right? I want to bring the Cedia experience back. I want people to know this is why they were called custom. It says it, the first letter in Cedia <laughs> is custom, right? So let's get back into providing that experience that only we can provide. And so that's going to be the goal for Screen Innovations, getting up there and again, promoting that experience as look, with these projectors now, with the abilities of projectors, with the abilities of screens and the abilities of our CDO professionals, this should be what we push, right? The backup should be, well, we can always throw a TV up there, <laughs> right? But we should be leading with this part of the conversations because that's what we do different than it was uh, Amazon, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. So talk a little bit uh, now about the design aspects. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and we'll, this is AV Trade Talk, so we're not going to go too deep into, we'll get you on to come and do a show for connecting tech and design, and we'll really kind of dive into interior design components and and, and how how this solution really caters to their needs. Um, but from an integration community standpoint, when working with architects and designers, how how should they be frame, framing or phrasing um, two-piece two piece in, into the conversation in order to, to really get them to lean in and not to scare them away with the fact that it might be really expensive or too much technology or, 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 um, um, thoughts there. Yeah. In that conversation from the dealer to the designer, to the interior designer, to the homeowner, I use terms like rollable television, right? Big screen experience or big screen TV. I don't really say projector and screen very much because let's face it. Everybody has their eighth grade AV club, you know, in their head connotation. They could see that washed out image of Buffalo wild wings. That's not what we're talking about. I say television alternative is the best way to describe what we're selling. In the CDA channel, use the term television alternative, right? Because that implies a certain level of performance and that is exactly what I wanna give you. And we will provide using the screen innovations process that is available to anybody to use online. This is not something in a password protected area. You can go to my tools screen wizard and using a $2.99 app for a light meter, you can download on Android or iPhone, you can get a light reading and foot candles, right? You can tell me how many foot candles is at the screen where the screen would be located, assuming the room exists, right? You get a foot candle reading on the room, how big of a screen you want with how many foot candles in the room, I will tell you how many lumens it's gonna to take to make that look like a big TV. And I guarantee it, it is a predictable result. With us, our process, that's what we can provide the dealer to the end user is a predictable result. We're not just saying it's going to look like a TV. I'm predicting it's going to look like a TV, and we stand behind that prediction. If it doesn't, we find out why it didn't work that way. Right? We will stand behind the dealer on that and, and, and guarantee that if you use our tools the way we suggest, that we will give you a predictable result using our screen wizard. And so that's the part of our design process that we've, we've simplified for the dealer. Because let's face it, I mean, it's, it's, it's not easy. If it was, everybody would do it. So what we've done is simplify the process for our dealers with a bare minimum of information of foot candles, size of the screen you need. We'll predict what you need for lumens, so we, then we can help you with the, what projectors are available in that. And then we provide you with drawings instead of having to wait for six weeks for CAD drawings to come out. The, the proposal systems kicks out the drawings with the pricing included right there. So in seconds, you have your drawings, your pricing, and a predictable result with a screen wizard that, again, it's all about time. 
You know, I used to say when I worked with Deep Tools, we sell time, we sell product, we sell ourselves. So every time you hear me at Screen Innovation say, I save you the integrator time, you should hear cha-ching in the background. <laughs> you, so that's you, it. That's the part of the process. That's it. Well, it's funny. You stole the line from me, but it's I stole it from Details too, which is all about time, right? So, right. So, well, who do you think wait, made that? Okay. No, that was me. <laughs> it was a Blakeism. We all should have known that's that. Right. That's right. <laughs> no, but you know that that concept of time and, and the value of time, and so therefore, you know, where you can get time back, or or, or better yet, just not waste time to begin with. Um, always, always a good good thing to do and from the integration community standpoint these are these are those little minutes and moments of time that stack up and rack up and end up costing you a lot of money at the end of the day never get back you don't get the time and money back so um so really really good insights blake thank you so much um before i before i wind down um contact info where where do people find out about si and social media all that fun stuff of course, you can be found on the World Wide Web at ScreenInnovations.com. We are on all social media devices. You can find me also on LinkedIn at uh, Blake Vacker. It is my, 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 my handle there. <laughs> also, the Screen Innovations has got a great LinkedIn page, uh, which we're constantly posting on that. I understand we're also on that match face thing as well, whatever that is. <laughs> uh, the Russian bot one, that one, the Russian zone. We're on that thing too. Uh, also, Insta Whammy and things like that. So, Skyler's got all that. It's all available on our website. But uh, I do encourage you, though, that if you are thinking about becoming a dealer or if you're already already an existing dealer, do check out the videos. There is a they are a big help. I'm not just promoting it because I love you guys watching me on the video screen and I'm over there watching the counter go up. Uh, seriously, they they can really take. It, I, I say a video is worth a thousand words or a video is worth a thousand bucks. However you want to put it, it's a great way to learn. So get into the web pages and learn. There's also a lot more stuff on YouTube. So if you're not spending time on YouTube, educating yourself on what's going on in the Home Theater channel, uh, you're missing out on some really good free information out there. A lot of great dealers out there. DreamWorks, I know you're one of them out there. I've, I've seen a lot of your great videos and others. So um, uh, so if you're not creating also your own content dealers out there in the studio channel, again, look at what it has done for screen innovations. We have, again, have... Uh, just on that one video, as I said, it was 1.4 million views. I think on the video on YouTube channel, up, uh, that only goes back about three and a half, maybe four years, we've got close to 5 million views total. Um, how, unfortunately, somebody named Ryan actually deleted our account before that. So we think we have another 5 million or so views before that, but I'm not oh. bitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That I can only imagine. It was an accident. So uh, anyway, so I encourage you guys to, to, again, like we do here at Screen Innovations, eat your own dog food, get yourself on the pages and create some content for your uh, stuff to get seen out there. That's just uh, the, a lot of people don't realize this about YouTube. It, it is the third uh, largest search engine on the Internet. Yeah. Just behind Google and uh, what is it? American Online? <laughs> nope but that but it's a really good point and 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 totally valid um you know youtube as well i mean and the and the social platforms also great search engines wherever you choose to consume your content um spend a little bit more time leaning in on industry topics and, and get you learn on mm-hmm. uh, you'll definitely you'll, you'll definitely uh, see blake and si out there as as you do because you guys are probably the most prolific brand at least on the residential and, side so. and don't watch the videos with ryan in them we don't. He did, we don't need his counter going up. Just the videos that I'm in, not the ones. That, <laughs> just, just the Blake Backer videos. Okay. No, no, no. I don't want to see his his counter going up at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is a competition. Let us not, yeah. not forget this. <laughs> Since we worked uh, against each other. 
Circuit City in Austin, Texas, when he worked at the Circuit City North store and I worked at the South City store store, it has always been a competition between Ryan and Blake. <laughs> <laughs> and some things will never change. Some things will never change. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Well, you you and I both know that we could sit here and talk the night away. And, I wish. Uh, That'd be hey. cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> someday, someday, some night, uh, you know, maybe we'll, we'll take you up on that offer to come and hang out at your place. Yeah, seen, come on, man. Come on I down. I haven't seen Karen in like uh, 15 years or something like that, and that's just wrong. So so we'll definitely have to plan that. But I think we probably will see each other next in Denver at CDA Expo in that's September. Right. Um, and I was, I'm not, I, I don't want you to even talk about it anymore because I want to have you guys come back on in August and share with us everything that you're doing for the show. So um, sorry, listeners, you're going to have to wait until then to get the scoop. But um, scoop shall come and it will be awesome you can guarantee it you guys always pull out pull out all the stops at that show so looking forward to hearing about that but um thanks for taking the time today to talk to us about the big experience and you know, and everything that you guys are doing to promote the category um and really reestablish, reconfirm um the the awesomeness of um home theater and the versatility of it it doesn't just need to be in a dark box in a single room anymore boys and girls lots of places in a home that you can have a theater so um yeah i think that was a big takeaway for the day and i appreciate you taking the time to to go into that um again like like one more time uh if anybody wanted to get in touch with you how would they find you you're always welcome to shoot me an email at blake at screeninnovations.com. You can also reach out to us for any kind of um, video and marketing support at marketing at screeninnovations.com. Fabulous. Fabulous. All right. Well, we're going to wind this one down. Again, I'm your host, Katie McGregor-Bennett. This has been another episode of AB Trade Talk. Blake Backer, thank you so much for joining us. I'll see you in Denver. We'll catch you again on another episode. Thanks for tuning in.